Thanos is gone because he's fucking snapped him because Thor cut his head off. But before no, he cut his head off. No, he's gone because he snapped him. That was in the fucking 2014 universe. That's a different universe. No, that's in the 2023 universe. That is not the 2023 universe. The 2023 universe is the one where Thanos got his head cut off. Did you no, did you watch yes. the movie? And the, and the, yes, and then he came back to 2023 tw- from 2014. That's how he shows up at that big fucking fight, and that's when Tony snaps him out of existence. Yes, in the 2014 universe. No, yeah. that is not in the yes, 2014. Yes, that's in universe. the 2014. No, it is universe. not. In- I'm Don Hall, and I'm David Himmel, and this is the Literate Apecast. David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Ape Cast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. All right, so. Who, boy. Uh, so let's just say up front. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, fuck you. If and I will put it in the title. It's in the title that there's spoilers. If you have and we understand Endgame just woke it just started not that long. It's like what has it been in the theaters for like a week and a half week now? And a, yeah, we can change two yeah. weeks. And so we're not gonna be dicks and but but just be prepared. We're talking spoilers from the fucking get-go. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I mean, Tony Stark died and Cap went and got married. Okay, there you go. There's your fucking spoilers. Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson's dead. Okay, now the spoilers are out. Well, Fuck Scarlett off. Johansson isn't dead. Black Widow. No, Black is Widow dead. is dead. Yeah. Black Widow is dead. So you you saw it before I did. I didn't have time over the weekend. Tell me about your initial reaction. So my initial reactions were, well, <laughs> the initial reaction when I walked out of the theater was I immediately texted you. Yep, and said, "Holy shit!" Because I, it was oh god, it was such a, it was the right way to end this whole thing. Yeah, I agree. So it was I a agree. sad. I mean, there's, and we'll talk about this, but there's you know little things like I don't know if that worked, but as a whole, this was a good ending to this to the story that they have led us on for the last tw- eleven years. Eleven years, yeah, eleven years. It's and, like and the piece the, I wrote, man. The, yeah, the 22 movies, 20, whatever it is, this it was good. So it was very satisfying. Um, I wish I went and saw it at 10 o'clock at night. So I got out of there, out of there at like, you know, 115. I wish that you or some or Sweeney or uh, anybody had been there with me just so I could like talk about it. Yeah. Right there. I saw Joe. I saw Joe Jane's two days later and he said he saw it. And I'm like, <gasps> We need to. I need to talk to somebody. I need to talk to somebody right now. So he and I had like a yeah, like a five minute like just nerd explosion. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was as a standalone movie. It's a it's well done. Uh, and again, as the as the bookend to the story, it's it's really well done. It's really satisfying. It's fucking heartbreaking. Oh yeah, dude! I saw it on a Sunday morning. I guess you know, and, and even then there was a fucking line. So I mean, it was like uh, so. Mike Burson and I went and saw it Sunday morning, and uh, got into good seats. And I got a big giant deal of popcorn and peed myself. You know, I just kept right before the previews. I Wait, just, you like, peed yourself? 
No, I, I kept going to the bathroom and peeing myself out, getting as much of a pee. Like the last time I peed right before the movie started was just like this fucking dribble. I was just like, I'm, I'm just squeezing every ounce of water out of my bladder. So at no point during this movie do I go. Because the thing about it is I'll get up in the middle of a movie and pee, but if I don't, Sometimes you know I'll hold it, and then I stop focusing on the movie and just start just focusing on how much on it, how much it hurts and how so not it's to like, piss yourself. Yeah, I can say that in the three hours and one minute, I never had to pee. In fact, I almost didn't have to pee after the movie, but yeah, that might be because I cried. I cried <laughs> tears from the urine. fucking opening yeah. shot. Yes, from the opening shot when when uh, Hawkeye's fucking family dusts. Yeah, and his react and like he's running around out there looking for him. Yeah. Like from that moment on, there wasn't. Maybe I went three minutes at a time without just bawling. I cried for three fucking hours. The now I didn't know that anybody was going to die for certain at the end of this. Now I I knew that that oh Chris I was Evans, sure Chris Evans and Downey Jr. were not coming back, so I knew that yeah. know, something was going to happen. But I didn't know that Tony Stark was going to die. But the yeah. scene in the beginning or the middle or wherever the fuck it is where Tony is is. With his daughter, and yeah, you know, I, I love, love you three thousand. You know that that got me, and it, you know once I left, like I just wanted to go home, and I wanted to wake up Harry, and I just wanted to like hold him. Yeah, you know. But of course, waking a sleeping baby is a stupid thing to do. So I just I went and held the dog, yeah, which was good. Dog, I'm, like my we, my dog daughter. Like <laughs> there know? you go, sure. But sure. like I just needed to like hug the things that I am here to take that, that need me to take care of them, and that I'm yeah. here to protect, and like. Oh my god. Well, the thing is, the thing that I loved, I mean, there's so many things I loved about this movie and will continue to love about this movie is, is I felt like, uh, I mean, first of all, I, I kind of knew, I mean, that I won't say I knew, but I didn't know if Cap was going to die, but I was pretty sure Tony was going to die. And the reason I, yeah, yeah, the reason I felt pretty strongly about that was in Infinity War when Doctor Strange gives up the Time Stone. So that he will say, so he, so that Tony Stark doesn't die. I mean, that was his motivation. His motivation wasn't don't kill us all. It was don't kill him. Right. I will give you this thing that I've said, and I have committed my entire existence to preserving and not giving you. Right. I'm going to give it to you, but you can't kill him. And that's the one out of the 14 million, right? Right. That it all hinges on Tony Stark. So I had a strong feeling given. First of all, that he started with the Iron Man thing in 2008, yeah. and that he has been sort of the center, like the godfather of this MCU they've created, yeah. that the only way they were getting rid of him, the only way they were going to let him out of his contract is if they killed him off. Yeah, and then it shuts down any potential fan theories of, oh, Iron Man's yeah. going to make an appearance, or Tony Stark's yeah. going to come back, but yeah. no, he's fucking dead. Like, yeah, and what not I, happening, what people. I, yeah, and what I and I, I really liked how he died. I liked the uh, the I am Iron Man thing. Yeah, you know, I, I liked that callback. I liked a lot of callbacks to earlier films. Um, I loved how Cap resolved his thing, and I think we're there's have to talk about that. When well, I think there's yeah, there's some more complicated stuff that I did, and it's one of the things that I I read. Uh, a, a sort of a. a yeah, I read. I read a back and forth. Uh, they they basically. I think it was NPR. I don't know who the fuck it was, but they sent a couple of like nerdy podcasters that had never watched any of the MCU films, and they sent them to go see uh, 
Endgame, having no context, having never seen anything, really? anything before. And, you know, so then they went back and forth with their notes. Yeah. And, of course, they fucking hated it. They focused on the bad writing, which there is some. And they focused on the fact that there's no exposition, so there's no introduction of characters. They had no idea what the fuck was going on. They didn't understand, you know, that they can... And, and that's on and, them, though. That's, you know... Well, I mean, the thing about it is it's like, this that's like that to me that's like going and seeing the last uh, installation of Harry Potter without having ever read any of the books right. it's like seeing the last episode of Game of Thrones without having watched anything before it's like watching the last episode of the anything. fucking Sopranos and yeah. going what the fuck is going on yeah. well you, of course you don't know what's going on yeah. but the diff you know and it's it's uh, I've got some interesting I've read I've been well that was things I couldn't read anything before I saw the film right because I didn't want to know. I, I really wanted to be surprised. At all. Yeah. And I got to tell you, the thing that there were a number of surprises. I mean, uh, Black Widow dying um, surprised me. Um, I mean, really surprised that me surprised because me I too. didn't. I didn't think it was going to go that way. I thought he was going to be the one that that sacrificed himself, not her. Once once they got up there, it was like, okay, well, one of them's going to. Obviously, one one of them is going to happen. Yeah, to die. yeah. But I oh, I knew that was going to happen the minute they said they were going to go get the soul stones. Like yeah, some one of them's going to have to fucking yeah. But it had to be her because he has a family to take care of, and his whole arc in this particular movie is his family. Well, yeah, it's you I know, mean, and she's like, him. I I'm good, you know. Well, she wasn't good, but. She, you know, it, it kind of, and, and that, we can talk about that when we bring Brian in. Is like the, the whole idea that is sort of a, that's a really very Christian perspective to say that the person <laughs> who deserves to live is the one who's procreated, and the one that cannot procreate. If you remember from Age of Ultron, she's not, she can't procreate. They made her sterile when she was a right. assassin. She's, she's a monster too. Yeah, yeah the woman, the woman that can't procreate is not worth. The man who has kids, so that I mean, it's like okay. Come on, that's I know, no. I've, I'm just saying. I read some thinkies. I've got some ideas about it. But stupid. That is one of the the things that's out there in Jezebel land. It's not, you oh, know, Jesus. It's not so, about procreation. He's got a wife and kid. He's got. Uh, I mean, I guess that is procreation. But yeah, that's the whole point. He's he like, progenitated. You know, it's. But anyway, uh, anyway, yeah, I, yeah. Th- th- there are a lot of things. But there are a lot of things that I loved about the movie. I did. I cried. Not only did I cry through the movie, but when it was, I cried when I heard the Iron Man uh, clanking sound at the very. Did you stay for the very, very end? I did not hear that. Yeah. Okay, okay. So the very, very end. Again, I knew there was no post-credit scene, but I, right. I'd been told you should stay to the end. The very last thing you see is the Marvel logo, and what you hear mm-hmm. is. Tony Stark banging the original that that Mach one, you know, Mark one Iron Man suit in the cave, and you hear it clank, clank, and it's like, and that made me cry. Yeah, you know, I mean, and then I walked out in the parking lot and I'm smoking a pipe, and I just keep seeing things like there's the moment when Captain America is just getting this. I mean, it's like he and Thanos, and it's it's obvious Thanos is fucking. He's got a he stick a blade in fucking Thor's chest. It's like all and Captain America is just at his end's rope. He ropes in. He just doesn't. And all of a sudden, he hears on your left, which started me crying. But then when Black Panther and his, you know they when they come out of the first strange circle. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's that moment where where Black Panther and and Captain America just kind of look at each other. Yep. Man, I thought about that moment at least three times that day in Bald. It just was ridiculous there, how much it really moved me. There there were a lot of moving things in it, and and I. I mean, I wept and I, I laughed, I cried, uh, but there was a woman behind me who was beside herself weeping for <laughs> yeah. the, la- the last 20 minutes. It was like, uh, it was almost distracting and annoying if I didn't get it, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah, if you didn't understand I, it. Yeah, well, that, I, I feel but, you, girl, but Jesus. I mean, like, well, blubbering, right. sobbing. <laughs> it's, well, that reminds me of when I was a kid uh, and Color Purple came out. Um, and I the saw Whoopi Goldberg vehicle. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The okay. Alice Walker. Yeah. yeah. And so I went to see a color purple, and I bawled so hard in that movie. <laughs> that movie affected me so deeply, and I was crying so much that a woman sitting in front of me, about halfway through the movie, turned around, put her hand on my knee, and she said, "Honey, it's just a movie." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that was my sort of cue of like, okay, because I, I mean, I was sobbing. Yeah. I mean, I was. Ah, it's hard to watch the movie. I was crying, so I understand why this woman did it. But yeah. that's what it went. I didn't cry that loudly. Right. This was just a lot of sniffles, a lot of welling up of tears, um, just so many good goddamn moments. I think it was the perfect way to end it. Um, I think they completed. I think they completed. Uh, I kind of feel like this. Not getting into the whole uh, Black Widow feminist kind of thing or how you treat women ultimately she was the one woman in an all male uh, Avengers team so I understand I do kind of feel like she got a shorter shrift than both Tony Stark and Captain America you know because they've ended I mean that's the thing is to me this is the the last movie of a huge 22 movie arc and if you think about it how long is most movie, uh, TV series 22 episodes, you know? Yeah. So it's like, this is the end of that. They, I think they very satisfyingly concluded Tony Stark's arc. I think they very satisfyingly concluded Captain America's arc. Uh, Thor, he finally completed an arc, and now he's on a different track. Yeah. Hulk, very interesting. I'm curious to see what happens mm, with that. I'm, well, one of the, I'm not happy well, with, with what happened with Hulk. But well, we'll, the thing about it is, and if you know Hulk, if you know Hulk comics, you know this is not the end. That that, oh, that Professor not, no. Hulk, Professor Hulk is just another false identity. Yeah, it doesn't really solve his problem. Right, which is where the Gray Hulk comes. In. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I I loved that. I thought that was great. I'm I loved. You know, Ant Man's going to continue. So they got lots of con, you know continuity. They've got plenty coming, but. The, the ones that they, you know, they, they really kind of completed certain arcs. And I don't think uh, Black Widow had hers completed as cleanly or as interestingly as they they dealt with Tony and, and Cap. I would agree that, with that, yeah. Yeah, it's, that it was, was, not, that was, it was not as clean or, yeah. It was kind of... That was my only disappointment in the whole there. film. Yeah, I did not yeah. expect her... I did not expect her to die. Because... If they go with... If, if they keep doing these Avengers movies, which they can do... They can do it indefinitely they've, they've now. They've got they, a whole team, and that's the whole Well, they just introduced time travel, so fuck off. Everything, all bets are off now. Well, but I mean, you know, that's the whole point of the comic books, is the, the rotating cast. Yeah. Um, so they could keep going with War Machine and Scarlet Witch and the Hawkeye, or not Hawkeye, yeah, well, Hawkeye, but um, Falcon as the new Captain America. Um, 
you know, in black, but they can keep going. But it would be, it would have been cool if there was, if Black Widow was like the new leader because she was one of the. Well, that, that's Originals, what they kind of, you know? they, well, they established that at the beginning of the movie that right. everybody else fucking gave up. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and, you know, you can't, and the thing about it is it's not like, oh, it's out of character. It's like, is it out of character for Thor to f- fucking hit the wall and get, you know, they played it for laughs. But the fact is, this is a character who in the last three movies has watched his mother get murdered, yep. his father die, his brother get killed, half of his fucking, like al- almost all of his uh, people die yeah. you know all these people have died and, and he has not been able to do anything about it right of course in any kind of normal like concept of that these godlike creatures are still like humans and are dealing with human emotions that whole concept of losing all this is down it's bound to affect you and so the fact that he got drunk depressed and played Fortnite for two five years <laughs> doesn't you know what i mean while it's funny and we've got the lebowski thing it's yeah, that's makes perfect sense it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I think Cap's reaction made perfect sense. I think Tony's reaction made perfect sense. And quite frankly, I think Black Widow's because she was the one that said, "I don't have anything else." Yeah. And and I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep doing the thing. And then you've got that like strange like Space Avengers like we're talking to him on on hologram like she's trying yeah. to hold the fort down. I'm gonna continue to be an Avenger because I don't know what else to do. Yeah. I love that, and that she's kind of the leader, and then to have her sort of like, I wouldn't call it unceremoniously, but just sort of like just disappear toward the middle of the movie to serve a plot point, to make a great sacrifice, yeah. all those things are good. Um, and I didn't mind that she didn't have a funeral because who the, nobody knew the fuck who she was. She was a fucking spy. Right. You know, so it's not like she right. had, you know what I mean? Well, so I, I, I get, the, one of the, one yeah. Of the, the great things about, about Lebowski Thor is <laughs> is that yeah it's it's there's a lot of laughs it's it's played for laughs but it's also like you said it is true to the character's experiences but more than that what i thought that they did that was really smart and this was like just kind of a throwaway line is when they're yeah. debating over who's going to put the gauntlet on yeah fingers, thor thor's Th- like right? i'm the strongest avenger i need to do this and cap and tony are like dude you you're too drunk to do this right you can't it's like, yeah, and they're, your, uh, bro, give me your keys, but, man. But, Which is yeah, just but, like a really human But the thing is, what, <laughs> what, yeah, that's friendly. But what Thor says is there's a desperation. Is ple- he's kind of yeah. pleading with them, please let me do this so that I can be of use because he yeah. feels like he's failed in every possible way. Right. All right. We are welcoming Brian Sweeney. How you doing, Brian? Uh, I am all right. Do I just talk? Yeah, yeah, just talk. All right. It's yeah, yeah. directional, so. Yeah. It'll, yeah, so so we were just talking about our reactions to uh, Avengers Endgame. We assume you've seen it. Yes. So what are your what were your thoughts? What did you think of Avengers Endgame? Um <laughs> <laughs> I it it felt I obviously love it. Because, but that's like I can't be. Uh, I, I, it's hard for me. It's impossible, I believe, for me to be completely subjective or subjective, pretty much at all, about Marvel movies. However, I can like regardless. Marvel movies they they coast a lot on charm, like, and so it's not that even if it's 
not well put together or well written or whatever the charm is the big part but I think it wasn't well put together well that was that's like the the strange thing is it felt like which it's weird because it's the culmination of 11 years even though they made it yeah uh whatever over two, two years, years ago, ago probably yeah. um so yeah the culmination of 11 years and it really felt like a lot of it was sort of thrown together at the last minute which really? was strange hmm. yeah like what what felt because i I'd say actually i didn't feel like i felt like it was very intentional but i'm curious what felt like it was thrown at the last minute other than other than let's be honest captain marvel which okay. that's a big which, that's which, that's which, a, which I thought was weird that it was like oh yeah here's this whole lead up yeah. we're gonna do a movie we're gonna have her at the end of the movie it's gonna be a big big still and then we had like a total I want to say like a total of maybe four minutes of Captain Marvel like two minutes at the top and two minutes at the end I went I think yeah let's, I let's think it was eight second. it's literally I believe that it's, they counted it and it was eight minutes of screen time that she has so I mean that's out of a three hour movie it's like all that hoorah and all that hype for nothing for, well, it's for not really, for a haircut joke it's not her movie so I understand that but to make that much hype and have her there for eight minutes seems kind of weird but it was everyone was sort of like uh you know it, i mean the big uh, uh post-credit sequence at the end was of her and then the big thing of her movie in the middle of these two and then yeah. everyone was like oh shit like she's gonna be a huge part and she was a MacGuffin. She was a, Mac, a, a MacGuffin at best. She wasn't a MacGuffin. She wasn't anything. Yeah, it, she, like, yeah, she, she wasn't anything. In, yeah. Yeah, she had to come there and blow through the big ship to stop the rain of fire. And that was kind of it. Well, I mean, she, she, did, she didn't have to. Like, she didn't that's have the thing. To. Like, like, neither Hulk like, could have done that. But it's also like. Well, we're going to talk about Hulk in a second here. It's also like people have said, like, she had to be in it because she saved Tony from space. And it's like, they could have just been like. I yeah. thought I one of my I, one of the things that I thought might happen, and I tried not to speculate because I wanted to be completely go in as uh, clear as uh, clean as I could. Um, I thought that uh, maybe Tony was going to create like a space Iron Man suit, or mm-hmm. he was going to be able to build the uh, or something to do because it was anything. Be, but it's it's a great. Uh, way of sort of tying up from the beginning of that was how we met him in a cave dying yeah. and he barely had anything to to put together but he was able to you know scra- scrounge together and create an Iron Man suit and that's how he escaped and I thought that that was going yeah. to be the callback which seems like that is what good writing would be like that would be like oh that's uh interesting or whatever but yeah instead i was and then i was because then i was like i mean maybe kevin marvel will just fly and pick him up but it's also oh the um the the mid-credit sequence of captain marvel with the where's fury like uh we were fucking ready uh and it wasn't even in the movie yeah well i mean that's that's fine but yeah, I don't mind that. But like, it, it was just I remember everyone in the theater when I saw Captain Marvel. Like, we were everyone was like, everyone's on board, and they're like, yay, whatever. And then we saw all of our old friends. We saw Steve, and we saw Bruce, and Nat, and uh, Rhodey, and we we're like, oh shit, that's our old friends. And then um, 
Then all of a sudden, she's there. She goes, where's Fury? And when she popped up on screen, after she had been only gone for two minutes from yeah. credits, people were like, <gasps> like, we were there. People were like, holy yeah. shit. Like, everyone was so fucking ready. I mean, outside of the, yeah. of the story, I was glad that Captain Marvel wasn't in it as much because I don't really like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I don't like her character. I don't, I don't, I don't like... The way she portrays it. Well, the thing is, this is, yeah, the thing, my, 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 yeah, well, actually, I, I I have to admit, I mean, because that was the thing, it's on a, on a, on a sort of Marvel level, on a sort of a meta level, I, I think they needed more of her for this film because they made such a big deal about it. And that's a launching pad for the, the phase five, I guess. But, phase four, um, phase, we're in, we're still in phase three. Oh, is this still phase yeah. three? I don't fucking yeah. Okay, I know it's there's a phasing. It's thing confusing going on. because of Infinity yeah. War seems like the end yeah. of phase. But yes, we're still. Yeah, uh, actually, Spider-Man: Far From Home is the end of phase. Is three. the end? That's what I, I read that too. But but my my difficulty and actually Brian set it up I think pretty well is that most for a lot of Marvel movies they do get by on charm, and my difficulty with Captain Marvel as a film. I mean, I put Captain Marvel just in terms as a Marvel movie, like just slightly above Thor: The Dark World. It's not a very good movie. It's not. She yeah. has, and and my problem with, and I understand that there's a million reasons for why it worked out. That's that, that I don't give a shit about any of them. It's that I found, um, I found her character to be charmless. She was, I mean, and I'm not talking about Brie Larson as an actor. I'm not talking about I her bizarre. Yeah, yeah I, but, I think but, it's Brie Larson is a problem. Yeah, well, David and I, yeah. David and I talked about it. And one of the things that, I, like, right after I saw the movie, the first thought I had was maybe she's just not used to acting against all that green screen, you know, because, like, to, to de-age... Uh, you know Samuel L. Jackson. He was probably acting with like balls all over his fucking face because that's how they do that yeah, shit. But so that's ma- how Brian likes to act. But yeah. But ultimately, she just played her as 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 just sort of stoic and humorless. Even her sarcastic remarks didn't land. They just felt like she was an She's asshole. An asshole yeah. But well, here's and, here's that I didn't care for the she, character. She reminded so. me of Katie. She reminded me of my wife when, when Katie. Oh Jesus! Katie. Because she was beautiful and a great person. The end. yes, that's, that's what exactly. he meant. Katie, sometimes Katie, and she does this with pride. Like so smart, like bratty, like a teenage oh. brat, and just being a mm. wise ass for the sake of being a bratty teenage wise. Yeah, and she'll do that sometimes. I'm like I. Fuck off! It's yeah. kind of it's, it's yeah. probably kind of hot sometimes though. Sometimes yeah, I'm it's sure it's very hot, hot. but yeah. like. But anyway, anyway um, yeah, yeah. Uh, just three white guys talking, just three straight white guys talking about Brie Larson, um, and the white genocide, which, that's which automatically in the woke world invalidates anything we yeah. say. So I just but, want to make sure that know, we understand do, the but, three white guy but comment. I would say who better than three white guys? Because we have access to everything, so we well. Know be, well, the thing is, I, identity really defines your entire perspective. So reading or understanding or education means nothing. It's all pretty much boiled down to your dick and your skin color. So let's well, keep going. Um, the I feel like the the problem with your theory. And the reason why uh, I feel like in, invalidates your theory about the green screen, and okay, that's yeah, a problem, yeah, is because Chris Pratt, he was on fucking Everwood and Parks oh, and Recreation, yeah. and the charm just can't be contained. And it'd be the yeah. same thing if, okay, 19, if 1977 Harrison Ford was thrown into a movie today. The guy cannot be not charming. Like, it's impossible to know... 
Yeah. What what is really in the script of like Raiders of the Lost Ark or even Star Wars? Like, yeah. And what is like does is this movie like is 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 Han Solo awesome because of Harrison Ford? And I would say yes. And that's yeah, I would agree with that. And yeah. it's the same thing with uh, like Thor Ragnarok is great, and Chris Hemsworth is great. It's like all these things. The same with, with like Robert Downey Jr. The movie that I feel, not Thor the Dark World, I feel it, it's the one... It's, it's so forgettable. I don't remember a thing about Thor the Dark World. But the Ice Monsters? No, that was in the elves. first one. But yeah, it's it was the Nicholas, elves. Uh, but anyway, the, the thing that I feel like Captain Marvel is the closest to is The Incredible Hulk, the Edward Norton one. Ooh, that's a really good comparison. Because... Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because it feels like the movie isn't happening naturally... It feels mm-hmm. like there's a bunch of things that they're trying to get to, yeah. and none of them necessarily make sense in a way. That's br- that's yes. That's actually that's a great really, comparison. Really and and then yeah. but then like but you feel like you're having fun. Star Trek Into Darkness <laughs> is a big one of this also. That's, I agree with that. Where I, and I love Star Trek Into Darkness, but I completely agree. Star with Star Trek Into Darkness yeah. is like holy shit, this is fun, and J.J. Abrams is a master at that. And yeah. you're like, this is amazing. And then the second it ends, you and you think about anything in it, you're like, wait, whoa, 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 wait, what? Yeah. And then That's and then a, it yeah. starts like falling apart. And then once you start pulling one thread, like the entire thing just unravels. But yeah, but and so anyway. I feel like. But the thing is, the reason why Captain Marvel happened, and obviously I don't know. I am, of course, full disclosure. Uh, the grandson of Bob Iger, but I still don't know. We don't talk business. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know if he could be my grandfather, but anyway, um, <laughs> he's my brother. Um, no, the uh, you are Bob Iger. Yes, you are. But the the thing is, it, Captain Marvel seemed to be the fact that it was so seemingly thrown together and nothing really happened, like Annette Benning. Is like surprise. I, I'm Marvel, and it's like, who the yeah, fuck like, are what? you? Like, yeah, and then, what the fuck is this? And then yeah, Jude Law's like, surprise. I'm actually a bad guy. And it's like, you've been in this for four minutes. Why do I give a shit? And then, yeah. and then Carol Danvers is like, oh my god, this is my best friend because I say it's my best friend. So this means and a then, lot. And, and then, and then this is my team that I that that's my team that I've learned all my powers. But I don't like them, and they don't really like me. So that at the end, when I kill them all, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and also like, <laughs> wow, can you believe what's happening? It just was like, what? And but by yeah. that point, like, we're so happy with Marvel that it's just sort of like, oh, okay, well, this well, is just a yeah. bad a bad episode yeah. or, or an okay episode because I still had some fun. Yeah, yeah, but, it was still the, fun. But it was the first time that. Marvel seemed to be trying to play catch up with DC. Marvel Cinematic Universe was the, oh the, because of Wonder Woman because You're of Wonder right. Woman and yeah. Captain Marvel had been uh, for a long time. They've been trying to make a Captain Marvel movie, and suddenly when Wonder Woman was became the yeah. thing because it, but it wasn't just that they also were making the Shazam movie. Yeah, so those two things ha- are the things that I feel like it's impossible to not. Feel, especially after Endgame, like yeah. there was absolutely no reason for Captain Marvel's movie aside yeah. from yeah. aside from those two things. Is the I mean, it's yeah. probably more so than the Wonder Woman thing. Is the yeah. Captain Marvel? You have to get this out before Shazam. And if they're 
moving forward and like really serious about a Shazam movie, we have to call our movie like Captain Marvel and get it out as oh, fast as possible. That makes sense. And I feel like a lot of people, because like we live, we're all extremely online. We think that they do things like, wow, they have to play up because of uh, the backlash online of, of, of no, female yeah. content. It's like, no, most people no. don't and for the know of that. No. Yeah, most people Shazam, don't give a shit. <laughs> Shazam, the DC character Shazam was originally called Captain Marvel. He's still called yeah. it. He, Shazam is ca- just the word he uses to become yeah. Shazam. So it's yeah. like right. He-Man there's, saying there's by the like, power of Grayskull. In comic books, there's some uh, copyright ownership yeah. laws. Well, he was, Captain so Marvel, he was Captain Marvel with DC, yeah. and then they discontinued the comic book, right. and then it lapsed, so Stan Lee jumped on it and said, we have to have our own Captain Marvel, because our name is Marvel. Yeah. They created Marvel. It developed. There have been a, a number of Captain Marvels uh-huh. in, in, yeah. in the Marvel universe, but Carol Danvers is probably the most recent one. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I encountered Captain Marvel in an X-Men comic when Rogue kissed her right. and sucked all her powers out and killed her. That's, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's how Rogue got her yeah. powers. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Rogue so, got her powers. Rogue so. was a bad guy with like a mohawk, yeah. giant white mohawk thing. We, 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 yeah. we mentioned the Incredible Hulk, the, the Ed Norton, which was the second movie in the, the yeah. phase one of MCU. Uh, let's talk about Hulk now, because I was really excited for Hulk in this movie. And you didn't like Professor Hulk. I didn't not like Professor Hulk. I didn't, what I didn't like is, is I didn't like, I felt that Hulk was underutilized. So, in Infinity War, it opens up with Hulk and, and Thanos going to blows and Hulk gets his ass handed to him pretty quickly. Mo, uh, he gets the ever-loving yeah. Yeah. shit. Just shit but also, out of him, But at that point, also, Thanos had, I think, Three of the gems? Three of them, yeah. And he Something had like the that. power stone. So and like yeah. battle between Hulk and Banner throughout the movie, like Hulk won't come out and play, and I walked away going, Well, there's going to, they're gonna come together. Like they're gonna find yeah. Grey Hulk or you know, whatever. Well and Bruce like, even says, uh, during the big battle in Wakanda, he says like Hulk buddy, yeah, yeah, we got something to work. We're gonna have to have a conversation, when yeah. He yeah. Came out and he's like, Yeah, I wear t shirts now, isn't that crazy? And and he's like, I, I put the brawn and the brains together. So now I'm thinking, this is going to be fucking awesome. And also, really, uh, remember Ragnarok. He had, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was slowly. He, but he also kept saying in Ragnarok, if I turn, when he went back to Bruce, he said, like, mm-hmm. if I turn back to Hulk, I, he said, like, things are go- getting weird with Hulk. If I turn back into Hulk, I don't know if I'll be able to turn back into Banner. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then when he jumps out, then then it's a. It was another. It's see, like the problem is like him in Ragnarok jumping out of the airplane and then like breaking his arm or whatever is hilarious. However, yeah. I feel like it might be a thing where that might have been better to kill your darlings if you're just trying to make things make sense in a writer way. Yeah, because. It doesn't seem to do anything aside from just laughing, which is a huge problem with, I feel, a lot of Endgame and a lot of Marvel movies and Last Jedi had in spades of that bathos of just building up these moments and then taking it away and be like, just kidding, haha. Yeah. And like building up moments just to make a quick joke out of things. But I'm sorry. So, Hulk, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the whole thing, and I was like, all right, well, now he's got. I, I wanted. I felt that Hulk deserved a rematch with Thanos. I wanted to see. That. Oh, I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to see that. And I thought that if Banner, Banner could maybe even be, because I don't think that Hulk could outpower Thanos. But no. with brains, maybe Banner's like, 
throwing some ninjutsu shit in that, you know, like he's just he's a smarter fighter. And that would have been cool. Well, see, that's the thing is, Professor Hulk is not a sm- but that's thing he's not a smarter fighter because to assume that he's a smarter fighter would to assume Bruce Banner was a smart fighter. Bruce Banner was a scientist, not yeah, a fighter. He, he could have been because he's like yeah, well, he could have been, but he wasn't. That wasn't what Professor Hulk fine. is. Professor Hulk is the scientific mind of Bruce Banner. And the the physical strength of the Hulk. Now the thing that we just and never saw it used. We saw he well, they don't, his fingers. Well, they, the thing is, they don't talk about. He it, smashed a car. Know, he smashed a car. But the, <laughs> thing, the thing yeah. that you, that they didn't and they don't explain it. And I don't mind that they don't explain it. You know, because that's that's the thing is these movies for the most part are not made for people that don't about don't know anything about these characters. Right. You know, it's like there's some care. And one of the things about Professor Hulk is the one weakness Professor Hulk has is his anger. That when he and that's one of the things that nobody knows because they didn't show you or didn't tell you, but Professor Hulk, when he loses his temper, changes back to Bruce Banner's body, but with a rage-filled, retarded mind. He becomes the Hulk, but without the Hulk body. Yeah. So it's sort of this reverse thing so Professor Hulk couldn't get engaged into these massive wars because he can't afford to get angry because then he turns into a small weak body basically the the the, the Hulk version of Mr. Furious in Mystery Men where he thinks he's going to be super strong but basically just a dude's pissed off yeah but see, and so that's, I think that's putting too much credit giving giving too much credit to the writer's uh I mean that's that's well, some no. deep comic book. The stuff. thing is, but yeah, I know. But the thing about it is, I I liked I liked that. Ultimately, at the end of the day, what I liked about Endgame and what I thought was necessary for Endgame was this was a movie about Tony Stark and Captain America and Steve Rogers sort of completing an arc. I mean, that was in terms of just like in terms of service to the twenty two movies. Yeah. This movie, at the end of the day. If you have to cut all, it's like there are plenty of characters, but the two characters that we kind of knew because they announced it and like in a financial way is that these two guys are not coming back. Everybody knows it. They've already made it clear that they're not no contract. So this movie was a way to sort of say, we're going to take these two main characters that have been kind of running things since the very beginning, and we're going to put them to bed. We're going to give them their story arcs. We're going to end their arcs. So we still have we still have Thor. Now he's on a new track with the, the I love the the Asgardians of the Galaxy, which is actually a different group. Yeah. That's he, there was an actual Asgardians. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they'll guard Guardians of the Galaxy. Asgardians. I, yeah, I hope he's actually in the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. But you know, you've That's got the that. Westboro Baptist Church is the Asgardians. Asgardians. <laughs> but uh <laughs> But yeah, so I think there's a lot of life that they're trying to continue, but they had to put those two stories to bed. Well, so I Captain, really think... Captain America was an incredible part of this movie. I mean, him fighting himself was fun to I see. I love that. Really funny. He's like, I could do this all day. He goes, yeah, yeah, I know. You know, like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The scene, which is yeah, like the, the, the same thing that almost happened in, or almost the same thing that happened in uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, well, it was a and and what I liked what I liked about it was it was very controversial in the actual comics. He actually, for a a series of the comics, revealed that he was a Hydra member, Uh and oh my god, it was very very controversial in the comics. If you read the comics, Um, what I liked about it is that it paid homage to that sort of uh, controversy in the comic fan world by having him just say "Hail Hydra" and them guys. Okay, so you got that out. but yeah, I really liked I liked I liked both 
I liked both story arcs. Uh, what I wrote was, this is what I wrote, is that Stark, who starts off as a selfish billionaire, gets to, for five years, live his selfless life. He's got a wife, he's got kids, he's got a farm. You know, yep. it's like all the things that, that, re- that, that were required for him to kind of lose some of that ego, you know, to kind of be selfless. Because everything he's done in the movies since Iron Man has been self-serving. And his ego has, and most of his choices have ended up being very bad ones. I mean, if you really look at the sort of like... Well, in the first Avengers, uh, when he flew the, the nuke up... That wasn't selfless. Well, okay. That, that well, selfless. that was a, that that was that was selfless. But he did that. That was one where he just didn't have a choice, and so that was the. You know, but it was a good choice, and and you know, dealing with all that. This was we're going to get to see him living on a farm, saying "fuck all this." I just want to live. I have a kid, and this is more important. So you get to see that, and then he gets to you know save the save the universe as well. See, but, That's good with Cap. I think he's been a he's been a soldier fighting the same enemies. For his entire being, he's Ever barely he been became, alive. Barely don't been alive. yeah, don't act like he's really ninety years old. Yeah, he's, no, well, he's does, been it doesn't, fighting it doesn't for make about any difference. thirteen years, maybe. Yeah, just oh, like gosh. he just well, like he knew Peggy Carter for like a week. And he, no, Danny he knew, kissed no, her. No, you're once? wrong. He knew Peggy I Carter know, three, for like three years. years. Wow, yeah, three so whole let's, years. Let's, it's been eleven years. How long have you known Mary? Uh, since high school, as long so as how I've many known years David, uh, twenty yeah. something. Yeah, David, how long have you known Katie? Not long enough, Don. Oh Jesus! I'm just saying, three years is plenty of time to fall in love with somebody and have that be your love of your life. So to to, to dismiss that relationship. Then why did he like, kiss? Then why did he kiss her niece? Then why did they make out? Because Peggy was dead, and they didn't make out. They had a kiss. They One had a kiss. very strong kiss. Why would yeah, the but writers that's not making out? If the Unless writers you've never made out before, Brian. if the writers you've never made out, I'm a before, virgin. That's a kiss. Um, if the writers honestly thought that they that this, it's another part of the thing of them throwing this movie together. It felt like is so much of the stuff, especially at the very end with Captain America, mm. is I have issues with the way Captain America ended. Yeah, is like I loved it. Is like the thing of like oh i just went back in time like the entire okay the theme of this movie is uh the the strong thematic of this movie is making peace with your past and they yeah, show it literally with with uh steve or not steve with um thor with his mother and he gets to, yeah. thor gets probably way the most out of all of it in terms yeah, of he like a really good solid stuff. scene with her yeah yeah and then and then she and then she fucks it up by saying eat a salad at the end but i just yeah. but that, that was like yeah. that was just a throwaway joke but it was like yeah it was a really hefty moment go ahead and then tony hefty and then tony uh <laughs> and then tony um gets his little he gets to talk to his dad and he gets the moment where he says you know i always thought my dad was a dick but now i just see see that he's just a dude who's just trying to do his best and like no yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. perfect so that or was whatever a, i thought that made me cry yeah and he's like because i'm a father now and blah 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 and so it's like oh great steve yeah instead just looks through a window and then is like oh i still want to fuck this chick even and then, and then he's a lot like uh, what's his I'm name? I'm pretty sure he didn't think that. I'm yeah, pretty he did. sure it he wasn't. Ex- I want to fuck it's this. It's just chair. like 
It's just like in a late like Les Miserables when they're all together singing about how they're all gonna die tomorrow, and then like Marius is just there, like, man, I saw a chick on the street yesterday. I want to fuck that, and that's all he can sing about. That's like Captain America. Anyway, well, yeah, I don't think that's at all like Captain exactly, America. But I understand. Exactly. No, it's basically, because Les he didn't look through that. Win- <laughs> he didn't look through that window and say, "I want to tap that ass." He looked through he that. He did. Window you and- didn't hear that. No, I he didn't did. hear him go, I want to tap he that said, ass. That must have been in a different he went, like, he, version of the He film. went, mm. <laughs> <laughs> And then he got, like, paper towel out, and then he, like, yeah. wiped up his cum. Wiped it up. Because uh, what I saw was, what I saw was, <laughs> he looked through the window, and it's the first time he's seen her, not, like, 90 years old. It's the first time he's seen her. I mean, you got to remember, the first thing he says... The first thing on his mind when he comes out of the ice and and Nick and he's running around like what the fuck's going on and he's in Times Square and Nick Fury the it's not what the fuck he said how to the dare world. you talk to me darky yeah yeah well that, but he yeah <laughs> hey, but the first yeah. thing out of his mind that's why he went back to the is, past the first thing on his mind after realizing that he's in a different world and it's been 75 years since he's been in the ice is Peggy. That's the first thing on his sure. mind. Okay. And so... Yeah, but he, he had just woke her, up. When he sees her, the, and if you follow the writing, because this is why I think it's great writing, is earlier on, Tony gives basically gives him shit, you know, I mean, in, in a nice way, but gives him shit about living living life, really living life. And he's referring to his time with his wife and his kid and his farm. Who he abandons. Like, really living life. Who he well, abandons. You know, to save the world. You both. don't get to have it both ways. Either Captain America is a piece of shit because he went back, or Tony Stark's a piece of shit because he left his family no, behind. But, but they both saved the universe, so that's a good thing. But to say that... <laughs> but No, they saved our universe. They destroyed a ton of other ones. Uh, but, no, they didn't. Okay. No, but they didn't. to say that Tony is, it's great writing to have Tony say, you should live life like me because I have a great life. And then literally like a minute later, he's like, you know what? I have to go and do the entire thing. I have to go 100% into Iron Man. I don't give a fuck about my daughter or my wife. I got to go do this. And then when he gets there, he's not like halfway in he's like whatever we gotta do i'm ready we gotta travel through time let's do it brian it's not that he's doing it as an abandonment of his wife and child he's doing it so that his wife and child will survive that's not true they were already that is exactly it was after what are you talking about this is also one of the themes of it where everyone lost something except tony which was which is another way that like they screw up or it feels like they threw stuff together where they make oh, nah. they they have this giant thing where they're like, look, we all lost stuff. Everyone is fucked. And then we go to Tony, and he's living this idyllic life of a cabin on the lake. He has a beautiful daughter. He's so happy. He has his wife. And then and, and this is another thing. Like, and I enjoy like sort of thinking back and trying to figure out like how could I rewrite the movie to make things better. Um, and so I feel. Oh, you're one of those people. I feel like it's yeah. That's a fun little exercise I do in my head. Um, okay. I I feel like one of the bigger things is like I don't know why Scott Lang's daughter was still there. Like I feel like a really good thing would have been if he she was gone because that would make it so Scott Lang, who's just a buffoon, like that's his entire yeah. His, his enti- he has a one note character. 
if when they go and he's always like, oh, geez, shucks, it's the Avengers. Wow. And like, that's it. That's all he does. And then so for him to he's also a very passive character almost all the time. But for him to then be like, my daughter is gone. And then so when Tony's like, no, like, I'm not doing this. And then he's like. And then he's like, I have a daughter, and and that could be when Scott finally stands up and is like, I had a fucking daughter. There's a bunch of daughters, and they're all gone. And if he actually, like, did that to Tony to show a wonderful, like, dramatic dichotomy between the two of them, I feel like it would have really played well. And it, it's, it's a amazing weird... amazing that you saw the same movie I did, and you totally missed that moment in the movie, because Scott Lang does say, not about his daughter, but does say to Tony Stark in his living room, we've all lost someone, I lost someone. Yeah, I know. He does say that to him. Well, it. it's, it's there amazing. There is that moment. It's yeah. amazing that you saw it, and you don't realize they were on the deck, not the Fine. living room. <laughs> well, I whatever, they're at his fucking house, is I what I'm win. saying. All right, all right so here, here's the thing, that there is... <laughs> there is some abandonment of what the characters would have done, especially with Captain America, and then I disagree. Then, but then that feeds into the time conundrum, the time travel conundrum. Captain yeah. America, in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, forget yes. the comic books for a second. Yeah, okay, forget all right. The comic books, sure. He has been out of the ice for about fifteen years. No, 20? it's eleven years. Is it 11 years? 20, 11 2023. Years. 2023 yeah. is... Plus five years. Plus that's, five years. That's 2023 is where we're at the, in this moment. And the battle when they became Avengers was 2012. Yeah. 11 years. He's been out of the ice. Years. He's, lived, he's lived a longer life as Captain America in our world than he has back in the past. Okay. And he's he, finally out of war and yeah. all that. So Captain America, who is a soldier through and through, like at the end of the first of... Or in, I guess old yeah. where he's like, I'm home or whatever that is. He's a soldier. He fights. He's going to forever fight. But by the end of infi- by the beginning of, of Endgame, he's like, I'm tired of this shit. And I think that Infinity War, what happened there, it it fucked him up. And I think Civil yeah. War fucked him up. Like it, it broke the soldier within him. But the see, but so, there's yeah. Okay. But here's the thing: is that can Captain America go back in time and just be a, a a spectator. Can he watch the Cold War happen okay. and not engage? Can he watch... I'm going re- I'm going to read something to both of you and this is from the directors oh, of the God. film. Oh god, is this their Q&A after the movie which shows how well written it is when they well, have see, to explain they, they, a see, bunch see, of questions? See, there there are actually two things that All right, let me go let, actually let me go before. You're judging and I understand why you do that. Because it makes sense. This is how we are trained to do. You're judging this movie as a standalone film. No, I'm not. And that, not at all. that is no. What are you and that is not how, but they, the fact that's not how that's not how these movies are written. So to assume because you don't know it or it doesn't make it clear to you that it was poorly written is not it's not accurate. We don't know how the Red Skull became the keeper of the souls. Yes, that we do. Was poorly yes, we written. do. No, he we was don't. shot there because when in Captain America the the first but Avenger we don't know he the was story. sucked into. We don't know we how don't that need happened. To know all that. Those are things that exactly. We, so those are is, side things. That's not here, Captain America. Here, and here is what I'm just going to read it. 
In the end of the movie, Cap ventures out to align all of the dimensions by restoring the Infinity Stones and bring Thor's millionaire hammer back to the Dark World timeline. Though the trip was only supposed to last for a few seconds in the main timeline, he doesn't immediately return, then reappears as an elderly man. While it's possible he simply went back to the past, the Russo brothers confirmed that he went to live in a completely different universe entirely. Quote, if Cap were to go back into the past and live there, he would create a branched reality, said Joe. Additionally, they say Bucky Barnes' heavy farewell to Rogers indicates the former knew of the latter's departure. He says, I'll miss you. Clearly, he knows something. Now, I understand from the peanut gallery, if I just saw the movie, you obvious, obviously know far more about this film than the fucking directors of the film. But I would say that I think we can take this for word. And one of the things that I that I think is interesting is I love that Joe says is maybe there is a story there. There's lots of layers built into this movie. We spent three years thinking through it. So it's fun to talk about it and hopefully fill in holes for people so that they understand what we're thinking. I think this is as as cliffhangery as it gets. It yeah, it's, because well, we just talked about how Chris Evans is done with the movie all these movies, yet we're supposed to be like, the Rizzo Brothers are like, actually, yeah, this opens up a bunch of new things. And it's well, like, maybe it what does. Oh, fuck, man. It doesn't. it doesn't. Here's, here's the problem. I'm glad you guys know. But here's, I'm glad that here's again, the problem Like I said, I'm so impressed that the two of you, as fans of the movies, know more than the motherfucking directors. Wait, I'm so impressed I feel impressed like you're being knowledge. sarcastic, and you're not. I am. I mean, you're not. We know for a fact... As do the directors, as does anybody who's paying attention at all, that Chris Evans is not going to be Captain America. It's, I mean, it could happen. There's a 90%, like, nothing's in development, nothing is... Okay, so we know that Chris Evans, as St- Steve Rogers, is done. Captain America could, could go on with... You're right, because because uh, actually, actually like, a couple years ago, so was uh, uh, Daniel Craig was done, done just, being I'm James say, Bond. But that, what amazing. He's going to be James Bond again. No, I just said that... You don't know shit. Be, but hang on a second. The, the problem is that in the movie... Forget what, what, what happens outside the movie. Fuck the yeah. directors. The exactly. directors can't even Oh, be fuck talking. the directors, great. Well, no, because what we were talking about was the writing. So if we're going to talk about defense of the writing... I think it's great writing. Okay, fine, but we should have talked about... The, they should have done a Q&A with the writers. Pull that up, but there isn't one, because too much credit is given to the directors here. But Actually, there are, plenty of, there are plenty of Q&As with the writers. Pull that up, but I don't care about that. We're just talking about what's actually happening in... The movie story, what's actually on the okay, screen. Okay, so, so in the movie, so in the movie story, what do we know and, about Cap? And he goes back in time. He goes back to go put those things away. We have no idea how he did it, what he did. We don't know if he went over to Natalie Portman I, and shoved a fucking reality stone up her ass. We don't know how he did it. He couldn't have because it was a sludge. So he That's somehow got it back. It's yeah. okay. He also exactly. had to rebuild the tesseract somehow. He went back and did all that shit because it was thrown and together. I, no I don't think it was thrown together. I just agree how do you give the soul they just didn't back? feel like they needed to explain it to if us you trade the soul a soul for a soul so if you get the soul you give the soul stone back can you bring a soul back does i don't know it come to life and when 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 captain america sees red skull what the fuck happens there like, I, I can understand like that doesn't necessarily because the red skull could be like it's there's no reason to think Rick Red Skull is the real Red Like, if that's really him and he's not just, like, haunting. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine, I'm with, fine that. with him giving away all the Soul Stones. Like, I don't really think that that's, that's more nitpicky. The bigger yeah. problems, I feel, are the structural ones of who we know and who they were working 
Steve Rogers to be for the past whatever five movies. Yeah. The lines of I'm with you to the end of the line happening constantly between him and Bucky. It's fucking crazy that then he has this a moment with Sam like this. Sa- and then all he and Bucky do is barely talk to each other. And this also is the first time that they've really talked to one another one on one. Since, since he was bent, no, since he was in fucking Wakanda, like well, that's right, that's yeah. true. And but here's the biggest thing, and as we're all, all three of us are writers to varying ability or whatever. But so I, I don't know. I feel <laughs> weird saying it that I'm a writer. But um, what's strange is that the last time that Tony and Steve saw each other, Tony found out. That I agree Bucky's with this. By best, the way, that, I agree that with Captain America's best friend murdered his fucking parents, and Cap knew about that shit and didn't stop him. Then Captain America and he fight, and then he says, "I'm sorry, Tony. You know I wouldn't do this if there was any other way." But he's my friend, and Tony says, "So was I." And uh-huh. then fucking <laughs> Bucky and Cap beat the holy. Fucking shit out of Iron Man throwing the shield back and forth, taking turns, tag team beating the fuck out of him. Yeah. Captain America beats and breaks his arc reactor, and then it really felt like for a second he was gonna chop his goddamn chop head his off. Head. That's what it looked and like, then yeah. he didn't. And then Tony says that shield doesn't belong to you, and he drops the shield and walks away. That's the last time that they were together. The next time that we see them together is in 2018, in the beginning of Endgame. Tony Stark blames Steve Rogers to his face for half the death of the universe. He says, why the fuck didn't you listen to me? We could have stopped this. Did you not hear me? I kept goddamn fucking telling you. The next time he sees him, he's like... I got kids. What are you going to do? And then he goes, and then, and then, and let me finish with this, Don. And then he goes, you know what? I thought about it, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. This is how he talks now. Uh, hey, I thought yeah, about it. Yeah, that's exactly what Robert Downey sounds like I, now. I yeah. thought about it, Gwyneth Paltrow. Nah, it turns out I got to go save the world. Huh, who knew? And then he drives. And so the moment that we've been waiting that they've been building up that is like, holy shit, what's going to happen when Tony and Steve get together? And the big thing of getting his shield back, Tony's going to give Steve his shield back. We all know it's coming. He takes it out of his fucking trunk and is like, had to get this out of the garage. And then Steve just gives him like a little smirk. It's done. See, and then I, from I there, that. and I then that I did too. Like, I liked it because, because it, was, it was a big moment that they, they presented that understated. Shows, that shows that, and I, I get Brian, I get it's your just it's it's strange. It, it's that's yeah. Not that I agree with that. It's not that strange to me because I I think what that shows is that there was a seriously strong friendship and bond between those two men, and sometimes met and I at risk of sounding like a you know an identity massage whatever the fuck. But sometimes men, we can just put the shit behind us and fucking move on. Be like. That was shitty. Yeah, it was fucked up, man. How the fuck? But how could? But how are you okay with? All right, trust. But being able to trust, like your parents are dead. Yeah, but he also blamed him for half the universe dying, and Tony's not wrong. Tony's not wrong about that. So it's here's here's the problem. I don't know. If you're going to put things like this in the movie, 
you know. can't just hand wave it away and be like water under the bridge. I, I mean, you can do that. It's Captain America's fault that half the universe was wiped out. Because Tony kept saying to him, shield of armor around the world. We have to do this. What and then he tried that and Ultron was created and he fucked everything up. So everything yeah. Tony ever did was wrong. But what But what he said, but what uh, what Captain America said, if we lose, we'll do that together. And Tony was like, so and and where the fuck were you? Yeah, and well, so, because... But because Tony, because Tony put all of his buddies in prison, and he was going to put Cap in prison. He wasn't happy about that. I mean, none of this was well, like. <laughs> of course, he wasn't happy about it, but he still did it. Yeah, but also, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's that's what also made Civil War great is that they both had yeah, strong points of view that you could be like, oh yeah, like both of them have really good points, and maybe like in like a strict like telling like caps wrong because yeah they should be you know take held accountable but at the same time like you know we also are playing like the home game so we can like see captain america and we're like yeah but he's so true of heart that he'd never do anything wrong but meanwhile it is fuck that's see that's not why i like cap's decision in civil war cap's decision in civil war was because the the organization that he was at the very beginning of then he was in the ice for 75 years and he came out was infiltrated by by hydra he doesn't trust any governmental agency to tell him what to do again he'd made that decision at the end of uh, like toward the end of winter soldier when he looks at fucking nick fury and says no we're doing it this way and nick fury says well i guess you're in charge cap we're tearing it all apart it's not about oh i just don't like being told what to do but i'm true at heart it's that he does not fundamentally trust the government and tony stark is using the government as a way to assuage his guilt over a death, over one death of a kid yeah. in Sokovia. So the thing about it is, I again, what I love about that that dynamic is that they disagree on very personal. It's not like this great big. That's the thing is, it's not like they have these huge political viewpoints that they're espousing in that situation. It's that they both have very personal reasons to go the direction they go in civil war, and they can't come together, even though they want. I mean, Tony wants him to come to his side. Cap wants Tony to come to his side. They're not going to do it. And they it's a big, violent agreement to disagree. But they don't fight over that difference. They fight over the fact that Cap did not, could not have prevented the Winter Soldier from killing his parents. That was not the issue. It's that he knew. And in fact, he didn't know specifically that it was the Winter Soldier. To watch the movie, he didn't know exactly that it was Bucky that killed him. But he had it, He thought maybe it was, but he wanted to keep it from Tony because he was trying to protect him. Which, as between, a friend, is good. The, the issues between the men are, are emotional. They are... Yeah. And that's and that's why they can come together again because but they, but it doesn't get paid off like it's just straight it's it's strange to it was build up the, to have this dramatic a, build up and then to have kind of a it, limp to have it be like this is a big deal like this is going to be a big deal like the entire reason that you break up the Avengers is so that they come together and for them to just be like to spend more time with like Ant Man dropping a taco is like it's crazy. Like I, I like what I are we agree doing? Like that, it's yeah. I wanted I wanted something a little more emotional when he got because I like the fact that he gave him the shield, but and I kind of I like the fact that they kind of understated it. But there it, in so many moments of that movie, and 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 that was the thing as I was telling David before you got here is like I cried almost perpetually for three fucking hours because there were so many moments that just kind of got me 
that just like nailed me. And that should have been that moment when he gives him the shield and they finally come together. I agree with you. That should have been one of those moments where I was like, oh my God. But it wasn't an oh my God. It was yeah. like, oh. Yeah, be- they, because, oh, oh what the fuck? With that, that could have cut but, down the, the Scott Lang eating a taco and the weird, like. I mean, that's, it's all fine. But it's it's strange that then they move it to like an hour later and they're just in a New York alley and Tony goes, do you trust me? And Steve's like, I do. And like, that's it? Like, that's the talk we're having? Civil War like, exactly. has that entire scene where he and Tony yeah. are talking, and it's like yeah. that is a major scene. It's the ex- entire reason why, like, the biggest takeaway that people seem to have from Infinity War is Spider Man turning to dust in Tony's arms. Like, just, like, it's not the gigantic things and, like, or the big fights, have these, it's always like, those things. They like, needed to have a heat and moment. It's, and it's like, and yeah. like De Niro and Pacino sitting in a fucking thing. That would have been all right. I would have like, needed to go for that. All right. All right. We're going to have to move on. I have to say. Thing that we I didn't say about Captain America and the issue that I have with Captain America is with his farewell is yeah forget all the, the the time travel stuff fine what he does with Peggy whatever but it's when he shows up on the bench and he's let's just say 90 let's just say he's 90 years old sure Captain America with the super soldier serum does not age at a at a normal rate he's his Age is slowed his down. metabolism but does is they, four but times that. But do they say that in the movies? Because uh, that's yeah. that's us knowing about I comics. I don't say know. They say it. Thing. They say it in. They say it in uh, Captain America: The First Avenger that his metabolism is four times yeah. as much, and that his cells are constantly in a regeneration, so that he. That's why he can't get drunk. So that's in his scene. Have, so did he have? The, and I know in the comics, like the soldier, the serum's taken it out and put back in. It's like, you know, there's all that shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so not getting into that. Just did, go to the movies. Did he? have the serum taken out otherwise he would not have aged that much he may he may have may have looked 50 all right simian cohort here's don and david with the six things you should do for the week my so. first thing is a read uh off topic from what we've been talking about it's just a real quick it's a short read it's in the washington post uh it's called uh, the headline is joe biden doesn't owe me an apology clarence thomas does it's by angela wright shannon uh it's a it's a quick five minute read um, a, that really touches on the the demanding apologies and who the who the the predators and who the victims are. Uh, it's it's, right. it's good, a good piece to read. All right, my first thing is totally self-serving. I just dropped. Uh, we're starting season five of Peculiar Journeys, my storytelling podcast. It's uh, the whole season five is called Viva Las Vegas. It's all about me coming out to Vegas and figuring out what the fuck I'm going to do here. So it's uh, I highly recommend it. And if you don't like it, that's okay. Right on. Uh, my second thing is a watch. It's Watch Endgame again. Watch there you go. And, 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 I'll, and a, a tag to that. Um, last night I watched, until I started to fall asleep, um, Iron Man, the first one. And it's... It's, it's good. It's moving. Knowing how everything and it's moving to go back and and and, 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 and my second thing was I watched all three Iron Man before I saw Endgame. Um, I'm going to say my 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 watch is my second thing is watch Captain America: The First Avenger, um, which because, is not true because Captain Marvel is the first Avenger, but that's a whole other thing. To it's a whole that. other thing. Yeah, yeah. Watch watch Captain America: The First Avenger. It's a great movie, and it really does underscore. Uh, why, at least for me, um, Steve's choice at the end of Endgame works. Okay. It, it just just watching it, it really underscored it, and it made me feel pretty good. And I cried. I cried more in uh, the first Avenger 
after having seen in game than I did the first time I saw it. So okay. that's my second. Uh, so my my last thing to, is a uh, is a do tomorrow night. If you're listening to this, is is, is drops on Sunday, May fifth. Uh, oh, happy Cinco de Mayo! Yeah, and happy America. birthday to Joe Janes. And happy birthday to Joe Janes. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but my my thing to do is come to Bug House tomorrow night at uh, at the Haymarket Pub and Brewery. Uh, it's seven o'clock. We've got Paul Tioto and John Capal are debating our tribe, like-minded bubble, or diverse in thought. Merritt Landsteiner and Bill Gorgo are going to take on Trickle Down Economics. Is it truth or horseshit? And then David Fink and Phyllis Porsche are talking of uh, psychics. Is it are they paranormal soothsayers or flim flam artists? So seven o'clock, ten bucks at the door. It'd be great to see you. There you go. And my third thing is go over to RogerEbert.com. Uh, the uh, editor-in-chief, Matt Zoller-Seltz, wrote an article uh, the other day called Avengers MCU Game of Thrones and the Content Endgame. And it is an entire article about, and, and not, not to take anything away from it, he liked Endgame, he likes Game of Thrones, but his his thesis is that as movies are becoming more serialized and they're starting to resemble television in more substantive ways and as television like HBO like Game of Thrones are starting to use production values and movie techniques that the 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 mediums are blending in a way and it's changing uh, both how we perceive them and what we're able to make and it's a really good article it's very much worth reading it's uh, RogerEbert.com called Avengers MCU Game of Thrones and the Content Endgame cool I think we did very well with Brian. Um, thank you, Brian. I just before we go, hey, you motherfucker! More, listen to it me. It could have been <laughs> it could have been way more contentious. We didn't get contentious until the end. That's pretty good. Are you, but, are you guys okay? Yeah, it, we're fine. It's just the time. I'm telling you, you'll when you see it when you see it again, you'll figure out the timeline thing. Is what I'm saying. It branches okay. off and makes a bunch. If they make a what if, like that's what I'm hope. I guess like that would be fun. What the fuck? Moving. Uh, Disney, the Disney uh, platform thing. If they have like a bunch of what if shits like that, yeah. Well, they're doing a again, like the whole. They're doing a one division show. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's that all, sounds lame. It's all. That sounds, it's called One Division. It takes place in the fifties, and it's the Vision and One and, and Scarlet. Or yeah, Scarlet oh, Witch. Oh. All right. I. I, I, I We'll, I think we'll that sounds we'll terrible. With Olson's cleavage, because I, yeah, I'm uh, sure it will. Yeah, it, it comes and goes just like our accent just is gone. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's just funny. Like it's just funny that she's like, "You took everything from me." And then if you like watch her in like Age of Ultron, she's like, "Oh, they are not the, the, yeah. but my brother." You can listen to the Literate Ape Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to two white guys holding court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. By the way, I'd say rewatch Age of Ultron uh, on a small yeah, screen, and Joss Whedon, like, really, you can tell, like, Oh, that Joss Whedon really wants to just wanted to make a movie where the Avengers just like get in a room and just talk to each other and work out issues. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it 
I feel it works so much better on a small screen. And I think Iron Man 2, if you watch it and just enjoy it and think of it as like a three-episode TV show. Yeah, it's way better than you think it is. Yeah, and Justin Hammer, Sam Rockwell, uh, that is the biggest problem in Endgame. He should have used the Infinity Gauntlet, and uh, I will be boycotting Marvel because of that.